Ayo, welcome in to the CHGO White Sox podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app today and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Welcome into a weird version of the CHGO White Sox podcast. I'm still in Chicago, uh, but I just need to be here because I got a plumbing issue. I'm Sean Anderson, your host. You can follow me on Twitter at Sean underscore W underscore Anderson. Uh, like I told Cody earlier, uh, thankfully I'm at home because I am stinky. Uh, so you guys don't have to worry about smelling me. Uh, so congratulations to you. Uh, the normal CHGO White Sox crew is in studio. Vinny Duber, you can follow him on Twitter at Vinny Duber. He's our CHGO White Sox beat writer. He was out at the park today. We will get to that in the second segment and he has been busy on allchgo.com um he has two recent articles up uh one talking about how the white Sox are going to try to maintain their health in 2023 and then our first topic the world baseball classic we'll get into your thoughts on that but you can also read them at allchgo.com and that is herb lawrence you can follow him you can follow him on twitter at ecknerwall23 he's our chgo white Sox community leader we still got it in herb I, i cut you off a little bit but i still we still got it in my bad you only been doing this for, what, a year now? Come year. on. Yeah, I get worse and worse at it each and every day. Uh, oh, well. Uh, and what's up to Who's Your Daddy and Fred in the chat? Uh, Fred said, uh, do you got any leftovers from Sox Food Day? Uh, it seemed like smaller portions. I don't think they let you take any of the food home. Uh, is the CHGO offices full of uh, White Sox food leftovers, Vinny? I think it would have been rude, if not uh, just plain risky, to try and smuggle some food out of Guaranteed Right Field today. But uh, uh Maybe there, maybe there's a few boxes, a few leftover, a few dog or doggy bags in, in the backseat of my car, getting nice and cold in the backseat of my car. No, I, I, I jest. Uh, Herb, uh, how you doing? How's the three one two? I know you have a headache. Um, this works for it. If you have a headache, it's the what is it? The hair of the dog. Yeah, drink Nazareth. Have fun. Nazareth. Yeah, yeah, keep on going. You guys are uh, as the uh, uh, even though I don't have a says, hangover. Drink. Drink goose, have fun. We're gonna have fun today. Uh, hopefully, no hangover. I don't know. Does beer cause hangovers? Yes, all the damn time, Sean. If you don't drink water, kids out there, you're drinking beer and/or alcohol. Drink water in between. Kids shouldn't be drinking beer, Herb. Come Sorry on. Hey. for all you kids out there. <laughs> Vinny, when you drink you, you, beer, you're gonna be very surprised when we go to the South Side <laughs> on the 30th, and you're gonna see just teenagers in that bar. I mean, they look like teenagers. Like I, that's when you know you're getting really old. Like. Kids who are now drinking, they're like, I'm over 21. You're like, you look 12. Stop. Put that damn drink down now, youngster. That's how it's you know side. when you're really old. Herb, it's the South Side friends. They'll, 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 they got great fake IDs. Um, they get better and better each and every year. And when I was in high school, I mean, oh, boy, you, you go over to the uh, the currency exchange and you get a real legit one. Uh, no, so I, not uh, you. You've always looked like you're 12. You, without that beard, you still look yeah, like you're 12. you need a fake ID now. Yeah. yeah. But I did, I, I'm not cool enough to ever need a fake ID. I, I don't go to bars. Uh, I, I've always said that I don't give the vibe of uh, have a beer with him. I feel like I'm, I'm uh, quite annoying. Anyways, uh, that's a different thing. Let's get into the World Baseball Classic. Uh, Japan is now the three-time champion of the World Baseball Classic. They defeated the defending kind of champs of uh, Team USA. Uh, They won the World Baseball Classic back in 2017. It was a great final. Japan wins 3-2. Vinny, you had a great tweet last night talking about the final at bat. You also wrote about it today at allchgo.com. What did you make of the game? I'm asking the question, too. Uh, Is it the greatest baseball game ever? Uh, Am I being uh, overzealous there? Yes, you are, I think. Uh, But hey, it it lived up to any and all hype that was put on it. I mean, this was a uh, fantastically uh, 
tense and dramatic game to watch. I think that's the word that I kept saying over and over again last night was dramatic and drama and this is, you know, the perfect setup. Like, you see Shohei Otani going out to the bullpen, and I'm just sitting on my couch like, oh, yeah, it's going to happen. He's going to pitch. Like, it was so cool. Like, just being able to watch. I said it yesterday, right? I said, all I want is Otani versus Trout. I did not specify that I wanted it in the bottom of the <laughs> – or in the top of the ninth inning within a one-run game with two outs and a full count. I didn't specify that, but that's what we got regardless. Uh just so cool and I think you know we saw it the tweets you know ever since the matchup was set wow Otani and Trout finally get to play for a championship you know given the struggles that their team has had and being able to even sniff the playoffs uh, while they've been employed by them so um, really everything was great home runs I love home runs we got to see a lot of home runs uh, my god some of them were just smoked uh, the Schwarber one comes to mind, but uh, mm-hmm. there were there was the one by the by the Japanese hitter whose name I'm forgetting at the moment that was uh, 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 just just mashed. Uh, so, listen, that game was fantastic. It was great to watch. But guess what? You will never have to watch a baseball game that long for the rest of your life. How about that? Feels good. Um, <laughs> the game was awesome, but yeah, just answer your question: Was it the best baseball game? I think it's prisoner of the moment type of stuff because never. Ever in the history of ever will Merrill Kelly be mentioned in the best baseball game <laughs> ever. Man, oh, man. I know the United States had slim pickings, but I would have written with Kyle Singer instead because at least he would have gave or Brady. you. Or Sorry, Brady. Kyle Singer. I don't know who the hell that is. It's his brother. Uh, Brady, yeah, and Kyle Freeland, who came in the game later. But uh, that Japanese team, just they have the best player by far. And then the pitcher they were using right before the, I think, the fourth, uh, Taka, Takahashi. With his splitter, with a the split combination, yeah, and then yeah. with the combination of the ninety-seven mile per hour fastball, which he was using versus major league baseball hitters, which before the tournament I said that lineup is the best lineup in the World Baseball Classic. The U.S. proved it throughout the tournament when they put up fourteen versus the Cuban team too. But he was this isolating each hitter and saying, "Okay, here's ninety-seven up top, and here's a." was a change-up splitter that looked like it was at the top of the zone and fell off the table. That guy's 20 years old. 20. They have pitching up and down the lineup. And as you said, the Murakami home run, that guy's going to be, I think, a free agent in two years. So there's going to be a bidding war on him. But the show is showtime. And that man showed you exactly why he's going to be breaking the bank after this year with his free agency. And I know our team's not going to be in the, the running. Maybe they should, but, you know. That's for another show. You referenced what I said last night on Twitter, Sean, and uh, I, I meant it. I mean it. Good luck to Major League Baseball replicating that in October because there was just a World Series in March, and there will be another one in October, but, man, is it going to have to do a lot to try to make up and to be as good as what we just saw last night. Um, real quick, shout out to Jesse Friedman of uh, PHNX uh, in the chat, hanging out with us, saying Merrill Kelly had a three three seven ERA in over two hundred innings last year. He's far from the best pitcher in the country, but he's better than people realize. It's not to bash Merrill Kelly, no. But like twenty of the best American starters were not in the competition. Dylan Cease, our guy, one hundred and eighty four innings, had two hundred and twenty seven strikeouts and an ERA under three. He could have been pitching. Uh, Max Scherzer, who's a twenty or forty million dollar pitcher per year Justin Verlander these guys who just won Cy Young's they could be pitching uh Garrett Cole has been pretty good over the past couple of years he could be pitching I mean 
Carlos Rodon. Obviously, he just got injured in spring training, but you know the $175 million man uh, could have been pitching as well. Uh, it's no bashing of Merrill Kelly, but this is from Mike Petriello. Pitches thrown 100 miles pop per hour plus in the tourney. Japan led with 58, Venezuela with 20, Dominican Republic with 13, Great Britain with five, Colombia with four, Puerto Rico with one. Japan's pitching was next level, not shown the U.S., Merrill Kelly doesn't throw 100. He, do, he doesn't have this crazy, nasty breaking stuff. He's a good pitcher when you need to eat innings in a 162-game season. This was a winner-take-all game. If you are drafting American League, or if you're dra drafting American-born National League pitchers, Merrill Kelly isn't even the first top 10 you're taking. Um, you, I mean, like, it has to be real specific. American-born National League West pitchers that I need to take in in a game, in one single game, and even then Clayton Kershaw probably beats him out uh, every single time. So uh, yeah, I it, it's all in the pitching. It, it's, do we, think, do we think that that Sean? Do we think this was all their fault though? You know what I mean? Is this teams? I mean, you 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 commented yesterday on how adamant Pedro Grafol was about Lance Lynn not being able to be used last night. I mean, is this all on the players? Are there teams saying, "Oh, maybe best idea might be to skip this"? I mean, the the point being that like they make the teams make these investments knowing how fragile pitchers are, right? I mean, because a, a, a pitcher can go out there and not participate in any sort of World Baseball Classic or offseason tournament and fall apart at a moment's notice. Maybe it's the team saying, listen, we know that risk is already there. We're going to uh, err on the side of not risking it any further. Every, I, like, you know, I, I don't know what teams would say. I don't know what front, front offices would say. But, like, and this guy's not well-liked, but the commissioner said, it's great, the, the guys that we have, but I'd like to see pitching staffs that are of the same quality as our position players. I mean, the even the MLB running the World Baseball Classic. Right, but it's it's not <laughs> wrong. He's not he's not saying anything that's not factual. I mean, you go look at the top pitchers from last year, and then look at all the Americans that didn't pitch in the World Baseball Classic. Right. I don't. I'm I, saying, I think is that, it is it is is Justin Verlander? Is it Justin Verlander's fault for him not pitching in the World Baseball Classic, or is it the Mets saying, "Hey, we just gave you." a gajillion dollars and we know that you had Tommy John two years ago we'd rather you maybe you know stuck with your pregame uh, or your preseason warm-up plan I mean again and I don't know this I'm just speculating right. I'm just saying that it would not surprise me if a pitcher went to their team and was like oh what do you think about me uh, playing in this uh, in this tournament and they went mm, mm, you know well, and that's but that's the thing. I mean, we even saw Ronald Acuna Jr. I don't think the Braves wanted him to play at all, but I think he threatened to, you know, be traded, quit, retire. Like it meant the world to him. I don't think any MLB players put uh, enough of a fight. You know, Dylan Cease probably went and said, "I want to pitch in the World Baseball Classic," and they're like, "No." And he's like, "Okay, or whatever." You know, I got you know three hundred million dollars coming in my my future. Like I don't know how you feel, Herb, but I, I just think that there wasn't that same passion that other uh, players from from different countries had. Yeah, that's the weird thing. I Other teams, it seemed like they were into it. Even last night, you saw, who was it? It was, um, oh God, I can't forget the shortstop from the Mets. Now I'm blanking out on his name. Lindor. Francisco Lindor sent out a text and a tweet. He was like, man, that tournament was great. We should have one of those every single year. And same thing with Marcus Stroman because he was so hyped about it. Marcus Stroman, who pitched in the United States the last time they had a World Baseball Classic, who was the MVP of the World Baseball Classic, chose for Puerto Rico. He honored his mom in this <clears throat> World Baseball Classic. We need more American pitchers to see, watch that game last night and say, damn it, I'm missing something. 
I want to be part of that atmosphere. Those guys look like they're having a great time. And representing my country with the USA across my chest is what I want to do. I hope Dylan Cease, three years from now, he's got his money secured. He's like, you know what? I want to pitch for my country, and I'm still a top pitcher. Because Lance Lynn shouldn't be the best starting pitcher on that United States team. Good, not great. And he was by far the best starting pitcher on the United States. I, and so that should not happen. I think, I think in, in my mind, it's, all right, let's see what happens in three years. Because not only is every player from, from all the other teams obviously over the moon about this experience, but so are all the guys who played for Team USA. Yep. And when those guys go back to their clubhouses and they talk to their teammates about this, oh, my God, this was so amazing. Mike Trout goes back to L.A. and every interaction he has the rest of the year, he was Captain America. He was so happy to do it. Oh, my God, the coolest thing I've ever been a part of. Maybe in three years, maybe in three years we'll be talking about a different subject. And if we're not, then obviously that speaks, in my mind, to the way pitchers – are and continue will continue to be treated not only by themselves but by their teams. Um, we'll we'll see. I say we'll see in three years it, what the roster looks like because I would not be surprised if all these guys go back and they they really rev up, they really uh, you know talk up this event if it has a, if it makes a difference. And I didn't even see all the Japanese games, but you Darvish, top pitcher, he's like I'm pitching tonight. I'm pitching. You know, if you guys need me, I'm pitching. Mm-hmm. And I knew it, and I sent out a tweet. I was like, it actually might help the Americans that you Darvish is pitching versus them. Familiarity. They've seen you Darvish's six pitches. Tough. All of them are filthy. But Kyle Schwarber just deposited one in the playoffs in Philadelphia or San Diego quickly, just like he did last night. And Kyle Schwarber, can I talk about this, man? Yeah, Ridiculous. go ahead, real quick, real, real quick. I just before before yesterday's show, I checked on DraftKings Sportsbook, the greatest sportsbook out there. Uh, Kyle Schwarber's home run prop, and I was just like, I, I know that he owns Darvish, and I didn't place the bet because I was in a rush to get to the show, and I feel so miffed about this because you're 100 percent right to even take a soapbox and start talking about this guy because he is incredible. 2022 or 2020, the Cubs were just non-tendered him. Nothing. $8 million, like, we don't need that on my team, which is weird. I tweeted out, like, anybody can have him? White Sox, let's go. Power left-hander. I understand, and people wrote this in the comments, they have a bunch of DH types, and Kyle Schwarber can play left field, but not well. He has a plus arm, but his fielding's not that great. But I would have loved to have him on the team, and the Cubs just let him go for free. Nationals, Boston, Philly, he's been nothing but a champion. And they sent out a tweet last night. Kyle Schwarber said a home run in the AL and NL wildcards, the ALCS, ALDS, NLCS, NLDS, World Series and the World Series, and now the World Baseball Classic. Like, when it's time for clutch time, it's Kyle Schwarber time. Big game Schwarbs. It's like there's no person I'd rather have up than Kyle Schwarber. And we used to laugh at the things where they were saying, like, uh, Theo Epstein and Jed Hoyer were talking about Kyle Schwarber and they were referencing him and saying, babe effing roof. And I used to laugh at that. But he's not that caliber. But when it comes to clutch, he's better than Babe Ruth. This man is just nails. And that battle he had last night with you, Darvish, again, and just sends a ball into right center field, a rocket shot. There's no, there's no amount of money that would have been too small at that time. It was only $10 million worth the Nationals signed him for. 
for any team to sign him for. And I'm sad the White Sox have missed multiple times to get this man. And now it's going to be too late when he's uh, like 36 the first, when he's available. The first foul ball he hit off Darvish oh, almost went out of the stadium, like directly behind him. Like it was clubbed so hard, but he was so far out in front of it that it like almost, it, I think it hit in the last row of seats. In the, it was way foul, so far foul, but it was like, it, I think it hit in the last row of seats. It was just like, oh my God. He just, if this was cricket, my goodness. Well, hey, and I'm not going to be against you talking. You wouldn't know about cricket, Australia boy. You're from yeah. down under. There's um, no fouls in cricket. It can go either way, any way you want it to. That's weird. It's very uh, journey of them. Yeah. Right? Is that yeah. your journey? Uh, not the That's a good one. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, okay. All right. That was decent. Um, I mean, you want a standing uh, yeah. ovation for any way you no. want it? Come on. No, I don't. <laughs> I just I was not sure that it made you. I thought it was – it could have been the cars. Um. Anyways, uh, hey, I'm all about Kyle Schwarber getting paid. The White Sox should have paid him. They're all like, oh, we want lefty power. Hello. I mean, Kyle Schwarber would have hit 42 home runs with the White Sox in 2022. Uh, how do you know? I predicted it back on March 15th, 2022. If Kyle Schwarber has 500 plate appearances in a White Sox uniform in 2022, I could confidently predict that he hit 42.47 home runs. And what, he hit like 46 last year with the Phillies. I mean, he would have beat my predictions. Um, also, just a side note, all roads lead to Andrew Vaughn. July 22, uh, uh, July 22nd, 2022, uh, Andrew Vaughn had a better rate of runs trade plus than, uh, Andrew, uh, than Kyle Schwarber. So Andrew Vaughn. Greater than Kyle Schwarber. Um, <laughs> also, Andrew Vaughn uh, in 2026 will be playing with uh, Team USA. Book it. Um, That'll be great. <laughs> I hope he gets to that level. That'll be awesome. It would. Um, but overall, I, it's not the best game ever. Um, I don't know what is the best game ever. There's been a lot of great baseball games. Uh, I, I know someone said game two uh, of the 2005 World Series. If you're a White Sox fan, it's probably up there. Say, uh, game three that? is up there as well of that series. It's a Tampa Bay Yankee game, I believe. Yeah, the last, the last game, game of the year. in, what was that, 11, right? 2011. Uh, there were also some absolute classics, if my uh, memory serves, in that Astros-Dodgers uh, World, World Series, Series in yeah. 2017. Wow, that game was. Those, they, were, they were putting up classic after classic, just back and forths. That was a really fun series to watch. I think it was the tw game five, the 13 12 game. That one was absolutely insane. Uh, back and forth, homers galore, uh, went into the 10th inning. Uh, that one was pretty special as well. Um, I, was, I had one more thought, too. Um, game four, also, 2005 World Series was pretty sweet. One nothing game uh, in the White Sox. That's a White Sox winner. Um, anyways, uh, and I was going to take a road trip to Kyle Schwarber's hometown if they signed him. Uh, apparently there was a, a plaque. I thought it was a memorial, a statue. Um, it was just a very tiny plaque, but I was going to drive to Middleton, Ohio, but uh, that, that that never came to fruition. Anyways, uh, also, Dan Johnson hit that home run in that Rays-Yankees uh, game. Uh, White oh. Sox legend. Uh, mm -hmm. So tip of the hat to Dan Johnson. Um, final thought on World Baseball Classic. Uh, I, I'm against Lindor's thought of being having it every single year at Stroman uh, just because I think the exclusivity makes it uh, better. I think, I think it also would probably lead to more pitchers participating, um, because you know, it's only 
you know, every three years, you don't have to do this every single year. It's not the additional stress. Maybe if it is more special like that, uh, more people would participate. So uh, I, I'm all for uh, every three years. Uh, I'm excited for 2026. And hopefully Team USA can exact some revenge and uh, get some pitchers uh, back onto their team. Uh, anyways, final thoughts on World Baseball Classic. Actually, let's uh, wrap up with these stats. Uh, let's go to the hitters first. Uh, these are your White Sox hitter stats for the World Baseball Classic. After all, the dust has settled. Uh, Tim Anderson, uh, 18 at-bats, six hits, one double, one triple, five RBIs. He hit 333, 381, and slugged 500. Yon Moncada, 23 at-bats, 10 hits, four doubles, one home run, five RBIs. He hit 435, 519, 739. That is not a disaster personnel. Uh, Louis, Luis Robert uh, Jr., 27 at-bats, seven home runs, uh, two doubles, four RBIs, 259. Uh, average 286 on base percentage and 296 slugging percentage. And then Aloy, five hits in 11 at bats, two doubles, two RBI, or uh, one double, uh, two RBIs, 445 average, 445 on base percentage and a 545 slugging percentage. And let's go to the pitchers real quick. Lance Lynn in nine innings had an ERA of three, allowed two home runs, but also eight Ks. One walk, and I believe USA won both of the games that he started. Kendall Graveman, only one and one-third innings pitched. He did not allow a run, did not allow a walk, and allowed one hit and had one strikeout. Jose Ruiz was clearly uh, the star uh, for the Venezuela pitching staff. Four and one-third innings pitched. No earned runs allowed. Five Ks to two walks and only one hit allowed. And then Nicholas Padilla as well uh, showed up for Puerto Rico and he pitched in two and one-thirds innings, uh, no earned runs, two hits, uh, 1K. He is new to the White Sox organization, came coming from the uh, Cubs most recently, uh, and still showed out for Puerto Rico. Um, so proud of those guys. Great to see those guys uh, stand up for their company, countries and uh, you know play in the World Baseball Classic. And one more uh, little uh, nugget on Lance Lynn. One pitcher threw more innings than Lance Lynn did in the World Baseball Classic, and his name was Shohei Otani. Wow. Had Shohei not pitched in last night's game... <laughs> Seriously, had he not wow. pitched in last night's game, Lance Lynn would have led the tournament in uh, innings pitched. Amazing. And, and awesome. it's again, you, you, I mean, it's two starts. He One was four innings, one was five innings. It, but listen, the guy's a workhorse. You know he was coming to throw as many pitches as he possibly could. And how about the efficiency, right? There were a lot of people, a lot of pitchers, every single one of them in this tournament were up against those pitch count rules. And he made the most of it mm. by, by getting the most outs in that number of pitches. That's well, good. And two, yeah, it's it, it's great. And and two, in the last game he pitched after the fourth inning, he thought it was a joke when they were taking him out. He could have gone deeper. Like he could have gone to ten innings. So uh, no, I mean that's a great point. I mean uh, you said Lance Lynn was in a, a regular season shape, and he he is. He looks great. And I got two things White Sox related, and then one thing uh, to continue the uh, Shohei Otani uh, Mike Trout thing. Tim Anderson getting taken out last night. Oh, in yeah. the fifth or sixth inning for Jeff McNeil, who did well in his two at bats. It was I think a matchup thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Because uh, McNeil's a lefty. Yeah. yeah. McNeil did well. I think he walked both times. No, walked one time. And he didn't, you know, he didn't lead to any runs. But we just saw Tim when, versus the Venezuela team lead off that inning with a walk. And that led to the Trey Turner Grand Slam home run. And so I don't like him getting pinch hit for hopefully this puts a chip on his shoulder tim is that type of guy who will take a slight as sean i think you've brought up when uh, kevin cash didn't give him any playing time in the 2021 all-star game kind of was pissed about that dedicated himself and became a starter so there was no way you can play him in that game that was egregious and then secondly 
I know the Yohan Moncada haters are out there shook. The man made the all-world baseball classic team at third base because mm-hmm. you just saw the numbers. My man is back, and I hope this is going to lead to health, firstly, and secondly, posting those good-ass numbers like he did in the World Baseball Like They won't be like that, but they'll be similar. He was hitting the ball into the gap, hitting with for power, looking the ball in deep, doing all the things that Yoan Mankata is known for. And the last thing I'll leave you with is a codified tweet. If you're not impressed, you should be. Mike Trout has had three swinging strikes in only 24 of his 6,174 career MLB plate appearances. Last night, Shohei Itani made sweet love to him in a couple of those pitches. Yeah, uh, and and Mad Dog Chris Russo is ridiculous. Oh. Uh, he was oh. he was speaking garbage about Mike Trout. Uh, you should have let him know about that codify stat because uh, I think his his tone would have changed. Apparently, Mike Trout strikes out too much. Uh, Babe Ruth invented striking out, walking, and hitting home runs. And you'd probably say he's the greatest baseball player ever. You dork. Um, who's hitting those uh, pitches? Who's hitting those? No Hundred miles per hour, no filthy, and the slide. Who's hitting that slider, no which one. is all a strike until the last second? Why wasn't he the first player picked? Like I, I, I picked him to be a hitter, and we saw Uh-oh. what he just did as a, a pitcher. Oh, you mean Otani? Oh, you're throwing yes. Steven under the bus oh, over and, here. And, and oh, me. Hold up, hold up. I picked Trout. <laughs> There's nothing wrong yeah, with Trout. There's nothing wrong with Aaron out. Judge. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what? He won't be doing for your fantasy team, striking anybody out. <laughs> Guess what? He'll hit more homers than your guy. <laughs> Mike Trout. Mike Trout, pretty good. Mm, Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani, I believe. I hope this is not incorrect information. I believe I remember this from Twitter last night. Threw the fastest pitch of the tournament. Yep. Had the (laughs) hardest hit ball of the tournament and hit the longest uh, ball of the tournament. And And ran down to first base in 4.18 seconds, I believe. And you guys didn't want him on your team. Here's here's what here's another thing too that I'll say about the and I think this really sums up the tournament entirely. So I think this is a nice maybe stopping point here. But <laughs> did you know? Did you had you ever seen Shohei Otani act the way that he acted during during this World Baseball no. Classic before before this month? Absolutely not. I mean, did you know? Did you know any? Uh, did you did you learn something about his personality during this during this tournament? Because I have never, I have never. Now, granted, he plays for the Angels. The Angels don't make the playoffs. He is not a guy who has been playing for something from a team standpoint. Um, but my God, the guy's on the mound screaming and 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 pounding his chest like like he's like he's a let the kids play guy. I don't know if anybody's ever seen him smile before this uh, tournament. No. Yeah, I mean, I think it was a I think it was a fantastic display of what this meant to everybody that was involved with it. I don't think you're watching enough Angels baseball because I, I see it all the time. Why would I, I be just... watching Angels baseball, Sean? Because <laughs> they don't win. So I think I think also the point that it's competitive baseball, it's winning baseball, it's focused and energized on one single game. You definitely saw that come out of him a little bit more, but um, I, I think that's that's his demeanor. I mean, he he. There's no way you can be this good on the mound and and uh, hitting and not have that demeanor each and every game because he he delivers each and every game. So uh, no, I, I think he's just that type of dude. And again, I'd pay him six hundred million dollars, pay him seven hundred million dollars. He hits and pitches, and he's elite at both. He threw one hundred two yesterday to Mike fucking Trout, <laughs> and he swung and missed, and it was right down the middle. I mean, what are we? I mean, he's incredible. He's and the greatest baseball player I've would- ever seen. Would be for his actual pitching and hitting, but the the how much he's going to change your organization with the eyes on your organization from Japan and the rest of the world. Being the best player in the baseball, 
Think about the advertisements behind home plate. Think about all the commercials going to be running into, all the extra money you're going to be getting by signing. This is not just you get the player, the player performs well on the field, you get your money back. You get your money back by broad, just broadcasting the game. And I would do whatever it takes if I was a Major League Baseball team to put Shohei Itani on my team. I know it's only going to be on one team, but there should be 29, if not 30 teams, bidding for his services. Yeah, I, I would lock the doors. There won't be. The there will be like three. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Uh, if, if the Angels have dumped so much money into bad contracts. Uh, just dump it into one, one great contract and don't let him walk out of that building. Um, let's take a quick break. Uh, thumbs up on the World Baseball Classic. It was a blast. Please give us more of it. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to talk about some great food options for you at the uh, Guaranteed uh, guarantee Rate Field in 2023. We want to let you know, Chicago, you've already got the best coverage for your favorite teams to so get fitted in the best sports gear around. FOCO has you covered from Soldier Field to the front room, north or south side, with hoodies, slippers, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between. It is a cloudy and dark day in Chicago, so get decked out like tomorrow with apparel from the leaders in sports merch and collectibles. FOCO, if you're looking for a uh, the perfect gift to fight, uh, for, if you're looking for the perfect gift for the football fan in your life, FOCO's got you covered with hoodies to fight that Lake Michigan breeze and this cloudy day. So check out FOCO.com, that's F-O-C-O.com. Or click the link in the description below for all non-presale items. Use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. Also want to let you know about DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Uh, I am on the Sixers tonight. It is the DraftKings pick of the week. The Bulls are taking on the Sixers again. Um, they just won last night 109-105 to 105 in double overtime. Uh, sorry, that was on Monday. Uh, and they are playing now, uh, tonight. And I think that Joel Embiid, who is 12-1, versus the Bulls in his career, will become 13-1. and one. Uh, The Bulls needed two overtimes to beat the Sixers. Uh, I don't think the Sixers are only going to score 105 points again, uh, so I will take Joel Embiid and uh, Joel Embiid to score 25 points and the Sixers to win at minus 110 uh, on DraftKings Sportsbook. That is your DraftKings pick of the week. Download the app today and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook and official sports betting partner of the NBA with code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, gentlemen, uh, let's get into the brand new offerings at Guaranteed Rate Field in 2023. Um, should we go to the video first, Stephen? I think that probably makes the most sense. Yeah, we could get a nice look at all the different options they had. Let's do it. All right, so uh, let's set this up. Uh, Vinny and Casey, our social media producer, were over at Guaranteed Rate Field, and they shot all of this great footage. Uh, so here are all the new offerings for you at Guaranteed Rate Field in 2023. Yes, everybody gets to see uh, me with food in my mouth. That's wonderful. <laughs> Low taste corn dogs. They were quite good. You'll see those momentarily. Mm. Mm. So yes, that's a sauce, by the way. So you get a regular corn dog and you dip it in the elote so sauce. So that's 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 a winner there. These and then are, they got uh, the Blue Moon and the Miller High Life stuff. Yeah, I'll get into some more details about those bars that are going up in the upper deck. But they've got special sausages. I thought that what I'm eating right here, the mac and cheeses. Those were probably my favorites. Those are probably the highlights of the day. Those are just, they got those at a stance on the concourse. Go get that. This is delicious here. Your fries, they come with popcorn chicken, and they're covered in honey, hot honey barbecue sauce. Uh, those were low-key fantastic. Uh, you know, you have a whole spread of, uh, of entree items. This, this was the way to go. That sauce was really, really good. So uh, I, would, I would definitely recommend going and grabbing some of those. Casey had a whole great fun time eating eating those. That is something called a mango nada. 
which was a nice mango-flavored drink with a bunch of, like, chili powder in it. It was spicy. It was very good. Is it, is it like a Michelada? Alcoholic? Not alcoholic, no. Oh. Pierogies. Oh, I was obsessed amazing. with the pierogies. Um, yeah. The Belgian banger is the uh, Blue Moon Bar's uh, special sauces. That's a Polish with all sorts of uh, business on it. And then uh, the, the one for the High Life Bar is the Champagne of Dogs. Uh, that's 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 coming up as well. There's a, there's a cheese steak which was very good. This is the cheese, the melty cheese on there. You know, I know they do that in Philly, but uh, you know, they, they south sided it up a bit, which is nice. Big long sandwich, you know, Marge. I'd like to be alone with the sandwich. Uh, <laughs> that's what I'll be ordering. Yeah. You know, you've always got to go with that. Those are some potato wedges that take three days to make. Mm. I'm not sure why. There's the champagne of dogs right there. That's a foot long hot dog. Right there with some champagne mustard on it. So Mercy. there you go. Pretty good. I didn't, you know, I didn't get to eat all foot long of it. I just had the little sampler. Uh, but yeah, uh, uh, you know, all really good stuff. Pulled pork sandwich. They got some barbecue items. Uh, pretzel. They're gonna have big, good, nice, soft pretzels all over the ballpark now. If you're awesome. more of a uh, more of a uh, traditionalist when it comes to this kind of thing, so um, all sorts of good stuff. Now a lot of that is obviously, you know, for some folks who are up. You know, club level, suite level, that kind of thing too. So it's not all uh, accessible, but a lot of the good stuff you'll have, you can find on 100 and 500 level concourses. I am so excited for the Champagne of Dogs. Uh, I am, as I said, and uh, butchered his name. Uh, I'm excited to play Steve Winwood uh, and back in the high life again, and just uh, just put that uh, foot long uh, wiener in my mouth. I'm very excited for that. Uh, I, so I love. I- Sucking down hot dogs. I can explain these bars a little bit more. I know people are very curious about what these would entail. Basically, if you've been in the United Center, you go up in the upper deck. uh, The the, uh, four corners all have these just standing bars, right? And then if you go, like, behind... Back into the concourse, it's a big bar where you can get a lot of a lot of drinks. That's basically what this is going to be. Uh, these are on the on the 500 level at, at Sox. Um, they're they're not a thing where you're, you know, going to get a, 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 a 20 or 50 people in there to sit and watch a game. There's going to be a front level or a front table, a couple of them, where if you're lucky enough to grab that, you'll have view of the game and you can watch the game. But it's mostly like a thing where it's like, hey. Meet, come meet me at the thing. We'll go. We'll grab a drink. Uh, you know, uh, before the game starts or, or or during the inning or whatever. So it's it's good. And it's going to be meet, good as we were talking about earlier. Like the games are going to be going quicker. So having one eye on the game while you're having your back to the uh, to the bar if you can, or just chilling with your people, talking and such. And for the 500 level people, which I used to have season tickets, that's good because there's so many times where. You're just like, oh, man, I want to go to the 100 level and get all the great options they have down there. Now, I mean, I know they why they don't do it, but I've always railed against it. At least they're giving something back to the people who are up there who, like I said, there's some season ticket holders up there, not just guys and girls who would just come up day of game. And so giving them different options and different beer and food options is a good thing since they are locked to that section. So those will be branded. One is going to be, uh, let's see, I have it here. Hold on. One, the is Miller the, High Life uh, one is the Blue Moon Balcony, mm-hmm. and the other one is the Miller High Life Sky Lounge. And so you've got your, your that Polish sausage is going to be exclusive to the to the Blue Moon one, and the foot long hot dog will be exclusive to the uh, to the High Life one. So, like you said, not only uh, 
more offerings for people up there, but some exclusive offerings as well, which is which is interesting. But uh, if I had to uh, say my my favorite items from today, from uh, my big my main takeaways, there are these mac and cheese stands on both the 100 and 500 level concourses. Go have a mac and cheese. I know it's not the typical ballpark food, but man, was this good. There's one with hatch chilies in it, mm. which was fantastic. And then the other one's got chorizo, which was really good too. Uh, and then I also, uh, as I mentioned, as I described, the fries thing with the, uh, with the, with the hot honey barbecue sauce on it was, was quite good as well. Those I'm are my faves. I'm excited for that footlong hot dog. Um, I, it's probably just a hot dog with champagne mustard on it and onions, but that's actually uh, the only thing I want at a, at a baseball game. Uh, I don't want mac and cheese. Mac and cheese, maybe April games. I'd it's want good. I'm just telling you that it's good. I, I, I believe that's a, it's a, back, it's it's a backyard barbecue item. I like any food where I know it's probably not going to land on my shirt, so I can use a fork with it. Like hot dogs and polar sausage, they're always going to land on my shirt because all the extra sauces and stuff are going to be there. So if you have different options like a mac and cheese, which is more put together, you can eat with fork and just uh, go to town and max on them and hatch chilies too. One question I have to ask is, well, firstly, were the fries crispy? The, waffle, yes, were, were they, waffle fries. Okay, yeah. so waffle fries were crispy, and was the sauce on the on the uh, popcorn chicken hot? Or was it nice and flavorful? It was it was flavorful but spicy, All right. which I like. That's why yeah. I like. So it wasn't like ridiculous. You're not like oh, no, no, I'm no, out no. here trying to be like Sean Evans and such. It wasn't like a challenge okay. level of spiciness. No, it was a regular good type of spice. Vinny, did I see there's like a chicken tender and a helmet thing now? Yes. So that is being pitched as some sort of family food item. Nope. You know, maybe like a like or a you won't tr- get it like on a, your shirt, like a trough to to everybody eats out of it at once, I guess. But no, it's a it's a batting souvenir batting helmet uh, full of fries and ten. Chicken tenders. So Damn. I'm guessing that'll I'm guessing that'll run you about twenty three dollars or something like Steven's that. Steven's like, uh, delicious, perfectly for me. I'll tell you. Yeah, yes. Well, that's the thing. That to me, that sounds like a meal. Ten chicken tenders. Yeah, that's that's well, one person. You go yeah, to that, you it, go down to the Jewel Sun Cheap Chicken Monday, and that's a one person meal right there. Uh, Jared bringing up the five dollar beers uh, again. Those those are on Tuesday as well. Um, so they're gonna have yeah. special priced uh, menus on Tuesday, uh, where a lot of the generic stuff i'll say are five dollars so yeah you're uh, your ballpark fair yeah uh so like the the chili mac probably won't be five dollars on that day but uh you know you can get a polish for five uh and a nice brew for five so uh uh it should be a good time at uh Sox park uh, it doesn't really get me out to the park but you know not everyone is there for just strictly the baseball so it's always exciting where you know it's it, it, you know we're going to a ballpark it's like when the mall has good food I'm, i like that our mall has good food you know, you know what'll get me out to the ballpark? The Aloy Jimenez talking bobblehead. That'll get me out to the ballpark. And that jersey they had, that old school White Sox jersey with the Nike swoosh on top that they're giving away, that will get me out to the ballpark. The White Sox are up in their game on the giveaways. The, like we uh, saw the Luis Robert uh, chain last year, the, the sweatshirt, uh, the hockey sweatshirt the White Sox gave up with the South Side. They're up in their game from what they used to be. I'm telling you, I'm more. telling you. You're going to see – this is the one thing you're going to see around town all year long. May 20th, track jacket giveaway. It's like a little windbreaker kind of deal. You're going to see that. People are going to be wearing that on all sides of town. Like you saw a few years ago, that hoodie that hoodie was everywhere. Now, track yeah. jacket. I'm telling you, this year the track jacket. Well, and Yasmani Grandal made sure that the basketball jersey uh, in the COVID year was also well-worn as well. So you saw that just around him uh, every single time he was taking batting practice. Uh, I'm excited, too, for that uh, that 
93 American League West Division champ crew neck on April 15th. That one should be fun. Uh, another sweatshirt where you should see that all around the uh, the city. So, uh, yeah, May May 20th is that one, the the track jacket, right? Yeah. Well, and uh, two, great, uh, great week when you're going to the park on the 12th when Jose Abreu returns. Uh, firework night on May 12th, the high mom talking bobblehead on the 13th, uh, and then also the belt bag. Do you guys call it a belt bag or do you guys call it a fanny, uh, fanny, fanny pack? pack? Fanny pack must be a registered trademark because no one in their right mind has ever called it a belt bag. No. <laughs> I'm guessing fanny pack is like a Kleenex type situation. Well, don't, well, you better stop using it because then we'll probably get sued. Um, let's take a quick break and let people know about uh, some sponsors we want to let you know about. Oh, well, yeah, no, that, that seems wrapped. You, you gave away your favorite uh, food things. What did Casey enjoy the most? Well, you saw her dancing with the, uh, the, the fries and the, uh, the honey thing there. I will say the elote corn dogs were good. It's just, you know, you're, you're, the, the, the innovation there is the sauce, I guess, right? It's, think of it as like a dipping sauce for a thing. There was another, I will, he will remain nameless, but there was another media member present who decided to take to eat his elote corn dog like, like he was taking a shot of tequila, like he he looked, literally took like a spoonful of the elote sauce, put it in his mouth, then took a bite of the corn dog thing, and I'm like, guy, this is for dunking. You've got to dunk this. This is this is the way to do this. But like I said, we we'll remain nameless. I will say this: the Ooh. pan of pierogies. I've already placed an order for that uh, 81 times up to the press box this year. Uh, I'm hoping that they can just kind of have that ready for us whenever we get to the ballpark every day. So where's that one? I want that. The pierogies. Yeah, I want that. Well, let me look. I believe you're going to uh, have to be on one of the fancier levels. Uh, yes, that's a sweet. That's a sweet item. Oh well, that's good because Herb, you got great game time uh, sweet tickets uh, yep. for the Big Ten tournament, and we have a game time ad right now. Uh, so why don't I tell you about uh, game time? The best way to get sweet tickets to a White Sox game—it's the hottest new ticketing site that makes it easier than ever to score the best deals on tickets to sports, concerts, and shows. If you ever dreamed of sitting in the sweet level of the White Sox Park of Guaranteed Rate Field to eat the pan-seared pierogies, uh, now <laughs> is your option. Uh, what else was up there? There was also another. Uh, a Oh, there's a bunch up there that there was a bunch of things up there, but tantalizing uh, stuff up at the the, the suite. Yeah. The mango nada, you can only Mm. get at the stadium club bar. So that was, I was, I was feeling like a real rich person while I was drinking that. Uh, But yeah, they got other stuff up there, rib tips and pulled pork sandwiches and all that, all that good stuff. So what, you they, be what we didn't have access to, I know you're in the middle of an ad read, what we didn't have yeah. access to today was, and this will be at, at the hot dog stand in section 105. How about this? A bagel-wrapped Polish sausage. Hmm. Okay, I got it. What's with the yeah, face? It's like, it. it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a full-size Polish sausage wrapped in bagel dough. It's a giant pig in the blanket. It's a giant pig in a blanket. Yeah, I, I I really like the Vienna uh, just true bagel dogs in a, in the red pouch. I don't know if I I would like that size. This I like the bigger mini version, version of that. Bigger version of that, and it's a Polish sausage. But it's mini. I like the mini. It's the like this it's like mini for a reason. Saying, this is like somebody saying that I prefer bagel bites to a full size pizza. Who do you have those mini cupcakes? This regular size <laughs> cupcake is just too big for me. Right. No, I agree with that, Stephen. It's just it's more of like I would rather eat twelve mini bagel dogs than one big bagel. It's weird. Polish. You're just a weird guy. But and Sean, that's fine. No, Sean. Also, you can't get mini bagel dogs at the ballpark. <laughs> 
you could go to the ballpark and eat this yeah, giant well, bagel so- polar sausage. I'm going to go get the foot-long champagne of dog. So come on. I'm going to, like I you said, get that, that's my goal. <laughs> I could do both. You can um, get both. Anyway. Bring about $40. Sean's going to cut the foot-long into smaller pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Foot-long hot dog is telling me uh, that he only, that he likes tiny foods. You have seen me. I, I've post every time I'm at the the, the park. I, I post me shoving a, a hot dog into my mouth. Okay, I'm not gonna cut it up. I'm just talking specifically about bagel dogs. When you are combining hot dogs with bagel dough, I like your logic is version. not checking out, Sean. Okay, if you want to feel like a rich millionaire drinking a mango nada and having the uh, wonderful, wonderful pierogies, uh, you can find the biggest last minute price drops on game time <laughs> on the seats you never thought you could buy. You won't find a better deal this season on White Sox suite level tickets than on the game time app. It was created by the fans for the fans and it guarantees the lowest price. So if you love CHGO, then you'll love game time. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets to the link in the description. You join over 15 million people who download the game time app to score the best seats to all of your favorite events. They also have some of the best customer service out there. Um, Herb uh, went and bought tickets uh, to Atlanta. Uh, 12 minutes later, he saw a, a cheaper price, hit him up, and he got his money instantly, and it's 110% uh, guarantee. So it's a fantastic, fantastic, fantastic company to work from and buy tickets because they're going to make sure that you get the best price for you. Next up, Pins and Aces. Pins and Aces is the official golf apparel partner of CHGO. We love our Pins and Aces gear, and our guy Steven, who's producing the show, gets tons of compliments on and off the course, especially on our street just outside the offices when he's wearing his Pins and Aces gear. They're a family-owned golf and apparel business, and they make amazing polos, hats, golf bags, and even our favorite beer sleeve when you are trying to bring uh, a full 15-pack of 312. It's behind Vinny. Uh, you can buy two beer sleeves, put seven in one, seven in the other, Inside your golf bag, keep your drinks cold the entire round, and you also have a beer in your hand. So check out pinsandaces.com. Use code CHGO to receive 15% off your first order and get free shipping. That's pinsandaces.com. All right, um, let's get into the poll. All right, so we drafted AL-only teams yesterday, uh, and thankfully Steven is producing us. So Steven was uh, the player that got, or the person that got the first pick. Uh, Vinny went second, I went third, Herb went fourth, and then we uh, rotated and flipped the order, a little snake draft. Uh, we have the final poll results. Herb has the best team, 39.6% on 149 votes. I came in second at 36.2, Vinny at 16.1, and Steven at 8.1%. Uh, so, Steven, I'm going to go to you. Uh, you bragged about being so good at fantasy, and no one likes your team, and it sucks. And we're, what we're going to do is we're going to put this into a real fantasy baseball thing. I'm going to win, and we're going to revisit that. Uh, I also feel like maybe it's my lack of a Twitter following helping out here. I think so also. Yeah, that, that, that can't be doing me any favors as I have, I think, three or four followers, and I have no picture. Based on the team, also, baby. There was also some confusion, I think, uh, because um, the, the players were not named. They were not identified by name in the graphics. And so if you don't know what uh, Dalton Varsho looks like, you're going to have a very difficult time uh, figuring out that he was on uh, team, team Herb. So um, that might have had something to uh, do with the results of the poll. But uh, listen, the people have spoken. Fortunately, it means nothing. Uh, and uh, we will see at the end of the year who actually had the best team. And, well, and I picked two the White Sox. league at the end of the year also means nothing. I picked two White Sox. Of course, I'm tweeting this out to a mostly White Sox audience. They see two White Sox like, oh, Herb won. Yeah. We got Aloy and Luis Robert. Let's go. Wait, yeah, no one they, knows who Dalton Vosher is. Vinny had Lance like, Lynn, is right? Um, I had Lance Lynn, yeah. 
Did you have any? I mean, I had two white socks. Well, I have I had... Jose Abreu who's still wearing a white socks hat in this. Oh, picture, that's right. But yeah, um, but yeah. I can't I mean, imagine there's a lot of people out there being like, "Oh yeah, look at that picture of Brandon Lau." I'm all in. <laughs> I'm sure people didn't know who Stephen Kwan was. I mean, I do, but the casual baseball fan doesn't know the left fielder, the Guardian. Yeah, I mean, I, I, left fielders I have... were real tough to to come by, so they're already like a you're... mystery position. I don't know about your White Sox math here because I got three. Yeah, of them. Sean's got, got more White Sox than you, Herb. Oh, so, oh, you're out sure. here, White. That's why you finished second. But I have a lo- bigger following <laughs> on Twitter. Yeah. Hey, uh, and and good luck to you uh, today. Uh, hopefully, you're able to beat Cherizi in the 108 tourney. Uh, anyways, that's gonna do it for the CHGO White Sox podcast. Uh, nice uh, World Baseball Classic talk. Uh, nice food talk, and it just makes me more and more excited. Uh, for the 30th for opening day, we'll be on the south side for a live watch party uh, for that game against the Astros. And very, very excited for the third when the White Sox will open up guaranteed rate field. And we'll make sure that we are there in the parking lot tailgating with all the folk uh, and, uh, you know, celebrating this glorious day. I'm so excited for baseball. Uh, we are at the end of the finish line. I feel like we're at uh, mile 25.2 in a marathon. I don't know what that feeling is like, but I know I'd be exhausted. And I really want to see that finish line because uh, I want baseball. The World Baseball Classic scratch that ish, itch and I, uh, I need it now. It was good to see. It was finally uh, good baseball is appreciated, especially when it's in March, because we know it, this intensity is not going to be there maybe ever. And as Vinny's tweet says, good luck. Good luck, MLB. Good luck. Uh, and I also saw, up. too, you see Japan uh, in the photo that celebrates them winning the World Baseball Classic, and it's got like, you know, a million likes already. And uh, the Astros photo has got like, you know, 3,000. So you just kind of see the uh, magnitude and the reach of the World Baseball Classic. And uh, hopefully this great game grows because it's nice to see more money uh, be involved and put into the game as well. I think that just makes it a, uh, makes it a better product for the fans. Uh, so make sure that you follow Vinny Duber on Twitter. <laughs> Sean, it's nice to see more money being made. I don't know if I'd go Not- quite that far. It was nice to see fun baseball. How oh, about that? I mean, it's, it's, Look at Rob Manfred over here. Hey, like, that- oh, boy. This was such so- a great tournament. I'm so happy with how much money Major League Baseball I'm- made from it. I'm so sorry. I, I, I invented capitalism. Uh, I, I'm just the reality, folks. Uh, I don't like it, but hey, that's that's where we're at. And when there's more money to be made, people are more invested, spend more money, and usually it's a better product. Hey, I'm, I'm if, if you know, follow the money. Uh, usually, usually teams that make money are, are a better product. Uh, Last thing I want to say, Sean, before we wrap up is think about how many Americans are not really miffed that they lost last night in the World Baseball Classic. Like, yeah, good job, Japan. We actually appreciate you winning that championship. Our team played as well as, well as they could have, but just lost. And no one's like, man, we lost to the J- Japanese team. And they're not, like, you know, crestfallen about it. They enjoyed the baseball last night that was played. Yeah, I'm, I'm still uh, a little miffed at the pitchers. Uh, hopefully that changes in 2026. And I am missed it, miffed at Mark DeRosa. I know that uh, we're bringing up the, the matchups and the, the lefty-righty splits. Uh, yada, yada, yada. Uh, he's Benedict Arnold. I hate him. He sucks. And uh, there won't be any revenge game because uh, we won't see Tim Anderson play Mark DeRosa because he's not an MLB manager and he's a scrub and he's the reason why they lost. Thank you very much. Uh, you can follow Vinny Duber on Twitter at Vinny Duber. He's our CHGO White Sox beat writer. That's Herb Lawrence. You can follow him on Twitter at Ecknerwall23. He's our CHGO White Sox community leader. They I'm lost Sean by Anderson. a run, Sean. It was 3-2. It was a Lan- good game. You're freaking out, man. If they put Lance Lynn in, they You're overdosing on mini bagel dogs. That's your problem. <laughs> you need to come down from that high. 
Thank you to Steven Nicholas for producing the show. He's playing our music, so we have to get off. Uh, thank you, Steven, for producing. I'm Sean Anderson. Thank you, everyone, for hanging out with us in the chat. Uh, we will talk to you tomorrow at 4 p.m.